0: It's an interesting experiment we got going on in America right now with a whole bunch of different things. California, one of the laboratories of democracy, the biggest laboratory of democracy in the country, is going to try something that I think sounds crazy to most of the country and to many Californians. That's giving free health care to illegals. I swear. What now? What now? What do you must? Have, I must have misheard you. I, I saw a plane went by or something. It sounded like you said free health care paid for by U.S. citizen taxpayers to P anybody who snuck into the country.
2: Gary Dietrich is a longtime political analyst and friend of the Armstrong and Getty show. He's a nonpartisan guy. He's uh, involved in I three inspire, inform, involve uh, and joins us now. Hello, Gary. How are you?
3: Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Yeah, this is sending the proverbial shockwaves once again, like California has so many times over the years. For the first time ever in U.S. history, adults who have come into the country undocumented are going to receive fully funded state health care.
2: At the expense of California taxpayers,
0: many of whom are struggling to get by. It's, it's astounding. That's, said, that's a fine point, but whether you're struggling or not doesn't mean I need to give you that money. got nothing to do with me. Whether I got a yacht or I'm poor, why do you get my money? You snuck into this country and you're sick.
3: You know, to to back up so people understand how this happened, the California state legislature has to produce a budget by June 15th. This is part of that budget. And so, you know, importantly, as people understand, adding their home budgets, when you create a budget, whatever you put on the plate, that means something else monetarily can't be paid for, can't be put you know, in that budget as well. So I think, guys, that's where the rub's going to be. The numbers are these. The first fiscal year, that takes effect uh, January 1, halfway through this fiscal year, and it's estimated that this fiscal year will cost $100 million. So the first year they're estimating this is going to cost $200 million. And, of course, in the minds of many Californians, you know, whether they're opposed to it or not, uh, that's going to be $200 million that wouldn't be spent elsewhere.
0: Well, I got a bunch of questions about that. But so... Have you seen any polling on this? Do most people in California like the idea of free health care for
3: illegals? I have not seen any polling on this, Joe. I just I would find it
1: hard to believe
0: that even in California, a majority of people support that.
3: Well, in general, you know, as you know, California has been a hotbed of debate over what's going to happen to those who come in illegally and what kind of benefits they're going to receive. So this specific item. Is going to be very interesting because this will be something that you know. This isn't just a one-time deal, by the way. This would be, grant these folks from age 18 through up until they're 26 benefits throughout that entire period of time. So this expenditure is likely to grow significantly over time.
1: Well, of
0: course, they well, always do. Uh, yeah, I was and going to point out the that ages.
2: The, the 200 billion dollars uh, or 200 million dollar price tag or whatever is uh, ridiculously low. Um, especially given the fact, and, and Gary, there's absolutely no, um, there's no arguing this, that if you want more of something, subsidize it. If you want some, less of something, tax it. And I would say uh, not only uh, would illegal, uh, undocumented, whatever term you want to use, uh, illegal immigrants in other states be fools if they don't flock to California, but if you're in some third-world country and you don't come to California, I think you're a fool. This is an enormous incentive to lure people. It's the best thing you could do for
0: your family. Yeah.
3: Well, there's undoubtedly again, going to be pressure in other states. You know how this goes. California tends to be the tail that often wags the political dog. There's going to be pressure, I think, twofold. One in other states, especially blue states, to follow suit. And then I'm really interested to see what happens in the next week or two, most notably when those 20 candidates hit the debate stage for the Democrats in a couple weeks. Does this then become another rallying cry of what must happen nationally? One other piece of this budget that's very interesting is, of course, the Obamacare individual mandate was tossed out in 2017 by the Republicans in Congress. This would reinstitute that mandate in California alone. So you would be fined in California if you do not have medical insurance. And this is part of the the part of the funds, by the way, where these uh, where the subsidies are going to come from that are are, are newly initiated for the undocumented folks. So,
0: go ahead. Gary Dietrich is a nonpartisan political analyst. Go ahead. So, is the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, such a unicorn riding uh, believer in utopias that he thinks this is a good idea? Just in his bones, he believes it, or is this a crass political calculation that look, the future of American politics is which party gets to own the Hispanic group if it votes as a block the way the way Black people have done for decades? and I'm going to be the leader of making sure Democrats have Hispanic the Hispanic vote for decades to come. Is it that? Well, I, I, or is he a yeah, utopian? Think, Does he actually believe you can craft a world where everybody gets everything and the taxpayers will just stick around and put up with it?
3: Well, I have not asked him that specific question, Jack. I'll have to put that on the agenda for the future. But, you know, I, I think the, I think the what, question what, is, you know, are you a
0: liar or a moron? That's the question. Yeah, hmm. cool. <laughs> well, That's the way well, I'm phrasing it. <laughs>
3: I don't think I'm gonna ask him quite that in that, quite that fashion. I, I think I'll maybe tone it down a bit. But but here's the thing, guys, here's what we know for sure already in the first six months of the Gavin Newsom Gubernatorial Administration in California, and that is that whatever happens in Washington, almost reflexively, is going to be opposed and done the opposite in California. And so you know, eliminate the individual mandate, put it on in California. I mean, there's no question that Gavin Newsom has set himself up is probably the anti-Trump in chief nationally. Now, some would say, "Boy, that's that, you know he really set himself up too early to run maybe next year, but certainly in four years he is all in on the presidential race." No way, state. that's
0: a winning national issue. If it is, I honestly have to move to a different country, and I don't know what countries are left which don't believe in socialism. But there's no if the nation thinks health care for illegals is a good idea, we are truly, truly done.
3: Holy crap! Well, let's make it. Let's make a distinction, Jack, as you well know. There's two parts to any presidential race. One is winning your own party's nomination. The second is winning over the nation's vote. And so, you know, what we're seeing, for example, here in the 2019, leading up to 2020, I mean, people are just climbing all over each other, as you know, in the Democratic primary process to out progressive many of their compadres. And we even saw a big move, as you know, with Joe Biden in the last in the last week on that on the Hyde Amendment. So is, is it pass political calculations to win his own party's nomination down the road?
2: Who knows? Uh, Gary, I'm going to call on you to uh, do, uh, Jack, using a lot of uh, strong terms here, a lot of insulting terms. There's no need for it. Let's keep this high-minded. So it was, I believe it was in the 90s that Cal Unicornia passed, was it Prop 187, which was the one that said, no taxpayer-funded social services for people who sneak in to the country. Was
3: that? Yeah, that was... That was what that that one, as you know, that was under that was way back when under Governor Pete Wilson. And that was that was what the 90s? Yes. And that was when that was when this whole debate really surfaced very intensely in California. And the debate was political, not just policy, because the question was, is our Republicans cutting off their noses to spite their faces because they're taking such a strong stance? And the first real big public statewide one on illegal immigration
0: well so but that, the public agreed with it they, they vote they, there was a vote to no we're not going to give services to illegals so the courts overturned it but that's where we were politically at that time right and here is my actual question so how does the most
2: populous state in the union go from that in a couple of short decades, to there is not a single Republican holding a statewide office. They haven't come within a sniff except for the insurance commission or whatever that is. Um, and something as, as unthinkable not long ago as free government-funded health care for illegals passes or gets instituted. How did that happen?
3: Well, you know, I guess supposedly on a macro scale, Joe, you could say, you know, our, our entire nation has drifted one way or the other, has it not? I mean, this whole concept of red and blue states didn't even exist 30 years ago. All of a sudden now that's just taking, oh, yeah, well, of course we have red and blue states, and they're getting more deep red and more deep, deep blue. So is it just that? One thing we know for sure demographically that the state of California has become far less, has become far more uh, people of color. Uh, the Latino vote has grown substantially. The Latino population in particular has grown substantially. That is undeniably true. So, whether those particular folks representing interests that they believe are reflective of their own political interests and those of their community, whether that's it or whether it's just part of the giant national political schism, you know, is for political scientists even way smarter than. Than uh, those at the graduate school that I will not name uh, talk about.
2: <laughs> right. Uh, Gary Dietrich uh, went to the Kennedy School of Government at Harvard, or so he claims. I haven't seen the paper, so I want to see the long form diploma. Uh, Gary, it's it's always great to talk to you. Uh, you know, we'll stay in touch. Uh, if, if no opposition to this arises, and it does so far, there's not, then I would say not just, and this is me, not you talking, Gary, but I would say not only conservatism, but adulthood practicality and realism are dead in cal unicornia and and it's just gonna the biggest go. state in the
0: country which often leads the politics so. right it's just gone completely insane thanks gary good to talk to you all right talk to
3: you guys soon bye-bye all
0: right yeah this this one is so astounding it's like i said you just you have to give up or 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 start a new country somewhere <laughs> i don't know what it, that doesn't believe in socialism it's beyond socialism though and how can well, you? Well, it's global socialism. So if, nearly, if anybody who sneaks in gets taxpayer-funded health care, and I don't understand that. I guess if you don't have another political party, nobody challenges on you this. You on this, but in California, nearly one out of three homeless people for the entire United States are in California. Right. Those for are a good reason. A lot of those U.S. citizens mm-hmm. they're laying they're laying on the street at night, not getting anything or whatever, and you know maybe you agree with that, maybe you don't. But then money is going to be spent on illegals for their health care, right? Thousands of homeless vets, for instance,
2: in California, right? And and listen, so you don't have money for homeless people, and you do have money for illegals for health care. This is very short. I'm going to read this to you now, just so we can move on to something else. Next segment, but. Uh, this is a nice note from Amani. I can't see how free health care for illegal aliens could possibly be popular. This must be infuriating to all the American citizens in the state who are struggling to pay for health care for themselves and their families. Many of these American citizens have to scrape and save to pay for their insurance because they're not rich by any stretch, yet make too much money to qualify for assistance. We could finally see the major backlash at the polls, which I think is long overdue. Well, and we got a note from somebody else the other day who's paying a god awful amount every month with an $8,000 deductible. Oh
0: man, I thought be- mine was
2: high. Before their insurance kicks in at all. And now. You barely have insurance if you have an $8,000 deductible. Hey, hey, stupid. Yeah, I'm talking to you taxpayers in Cal Unicornian. Hey, stupid, your tax money is now going to anybody who sneaks into the country while you struggle to pay your bills. We got a text. Now, yesterday. obviously, that was sarcasm. I have nothing but sympathy for you and me and our plight. But you've got to get active on this.
0: Got a text yesterday from somebody who said, can I renounce my U.S. citizenship so I don't have to pay for my health care anymore?
2: Which is a the uh, good one. Sure. Go, go to Mexico. Have yourself a couple of margaritas, Change maybe your a street taco. Come across the border, Sneak back in and and live
0: large. That is something. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: Shortly
1: after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.
0: Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh?
1: A Redwood Forest would be cool. Ski slopes!
0: Wait!